We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Two young couples in the small West Virginian community of Point Pleasant fled the nearby woods in mid-November 1966, claiming to have seen a horrifying creature. The entity appeared human in most aspects, according to their account, they told the sheriff. Well, except for its luminous red eyes and 10-foot wingspan, of course. The tale of The Mothman was published in the local newspaper, and a day or two later, with rifles drawn and prepared to pursue the beast, the entire village gathered at the reported spot. They didn't find it, but they did, however, spark a legend. But how exactly did the Mothman go from a myth from the area to a globally acknowledged figure, akin to Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster? And how has it stayed relevant for all of this time? Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Welcome to this week's episode of Horror House, the first episode of the new year. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you. We love you. We hope that you had an amazing end to 2023, and we hope that you kicked 2024 right in the booty. Amy, it's been a hot minute. I have missed your face, darling. Uh, how are you? How are you? I'm very well. I'm, I'm blushing a little bit now. No one misses my face. Um, yeah, I'm very good. I'm very excited to be back because obviously I've missed you too. And it has been, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded. So I'm keen to speak about weird stuff again because, you know, when you do that, it would like your family. They don't really <laughs> yeah. get it. So yeah. it, it's good yeah. to be back amongst the, the right people. Um, and also <laughs> Mothman. <laughs> Mothman is the first episode of 2024. If that's not a good sign of things to come in 2024, then I honestly don't know what is. Yes, absolutely. Um, we ended 2023 talking about a folklore figure. So I thought, you know what? Why not start 2024 talking about a folklore figure? And who better, who better to start off with than the Mothman? Um it was very exciting reading up on this, I will admit. We mentioned him, obviously, in our Krampus episode, yeah. because Krampus and Mothman are linked, obviously. Of course. <laughs> I mean, when you say of course. you had fun researching, how much of that research was spent staring at his ass? Just out of curiosity. So, Amy, Mothman. Um... Yeah, <laughs> cool. Me neither. Um <laughs> <laughs> dead ass though it's um dead ass yeah dead ass. i mean <laughs> i've not been able to stop thinking about it if i'm being honest it's ruined new year for me i i just i just don't know like what is 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 the booty anatomically accurate that's what i want to know did mothman Did genuinely even have, have a dump Surely truck not. <laughs> probably not no <laughs> bats do bats have little butt cheeks and they're adorable oh do they I don't know about oh my god i didn't know this that's amazing <laughs> yeah go off in your free time and google bat butt cheeks they're adorable but okay i don't think moths do so he has no right to he be does, that he big. doesn't he doesn't Absolutely he doesn't no right. like it was looking at that statue was the weirdest mixture of jealousy and horny that i think i've ever had <laughs> i was so conflicted i mean I just, hey I just, I, yeah i don't know what's going on i was jealous i was like mothman i've got no i've got no ass could you give like your quadruple cheeked up could you give me like Share the love buddy a little bit <laughs> i'm not asking for all of you i'm asking for a little bit of the booty come on help <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know much i actually genuinely don't know much about mothman I know the name, obviously, and I know a little bit wow. of the sort of lore around him, but all I basically know going into this episode is red eyes and, yeah, that peach. Yeah. Red eyes, drunk in the trunk, big old wings. <laughs> really, that's all I need to know. So anything else is a bonus. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so before we delve into uh, our good friend, the Mothman, um, we were talking off air, um, but there is a event towards the end of October in the good old, good old UK, um, which we may, which we may be going to. Amy, would you like to, would you like to tease the audience a little bit? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Um, The event's called For the Love of Horror. Um, There's also For the Love of Fantasy and a few other things um, that these these people do. Um, For horror movie lovers, I would say the world over, but definitely the UK over. Um, If you are in a different country and want to come, it's not close to you. It's just a bit of a trip. Absolutely. feel free. Um, Loads of horror stars going this year. And honestly, I'm so excited about so many of them. I'm not going to start listing them off um, because it will take all day <laughs> and I'll, I'll get too excited. Um, but then obviously loads of horror merch um, and loads of just horror-themed stands are going to be there. Unusual Horror are going to be there, which I'm very excited about because we all know how much I love their clothes. Um, and it's just going to be a really, really fun event. So if you are UK-based and you love horror, which kind of goes hand in hand with what we do here and also you just want to come and meet us then yeah absolutely why not grab yourself a ticket and come along because we want to meet you too and not in a weird way not in a mothman's ass way just in a normal way you know? <laughs> mothman's ass will be the topic of conversation when we do yeah, meet you but yes maybe that should be the password <laughs> That's like, it. people come up and be like <laughs> Sorry, before we before we speak with the password, Mothman's ass. Sweet, yeah, cool. Let's let's converse. Um. Should we just like, if that happens, should we just play dumb and they're like, so Mothman's ass, and we're just we just stare at them blankly, like, <laughs> just like what? Yeah, okay. We've never even covered it. What's this cool. about Mothman's ass? Have you got Who's a photo? Mothman? What does it look like? <laughs> yeah, we won't do that. We will. We'll accept you into the fold because you are clearly our people. If yes. you're talking about cryptids and asses, then obviously yes. you're where you need to be. Absolutely. Cool. Are you ready to delve into our good friend, the one, the only Mothman? <clears throat> we'll take. Or put them on. Which one is it that moths are attracted to? I light a candle. They're attracted know. to light, yes, aren't ready. they? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Let us know. Because we, we obviously don't know. Um, cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> the creature, effectively known as the Mothman, um, has emerged from local appearances to the national scene as a key figure in the last 20 years of the cryptid renaissance. There are myths about cryptids, which obviously are mythical um, beings like Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster, um, whose ferocity and legit... I don't know if that's a word. Uh, their existence hasn't been legitness. Confirmed. That these uh, these figures of folklore, I suppose you could say, um, can be found all throughout the world and obviously in the United States. In addition to bringing intriguing secrets into the lives of outsiders, the cryptid. Uh, resurgence have has given citizens of communities such as Point Pleasant a sense of place and it was here that on November the 15th 1966 the Mothman first appeared according to conflicting theories emerging from either the upper reaches of space or the depths of hell the second one sounds a little bit cooler I will say well no if anything it sounds hotter um, it does sound hotter. <laughs> space is notoriously cool. Um, Do you reckon that's... Yeah, I think they're very different places. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you reckon that's why he's got you red eyes? Because <laughs> it's just... Because his eyes are on fire because he's just come up from hell. Well, I should imagine if you've come from outer space and come through the atmosphere with no sort but of goggles suppose, yeah, or eye protection, then your eyes might be a bit red as well. Or maybe he's just not yeah. having a very good day. Maybe he just fancies a little cry. And that's okay too. Maybe, maybe. Big he's boys just... and mothmen still. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
Mothman is a very misunderstood creature. <laughs> very emotional. He just, he just We've got a, a really a bad call. habit of doing this, by the way. <laughs> we did it with Krampus. We were like, no, he's a good guy, free Krampus. And now we're two minutes into talking about Mothman and it's like, no, he's just misunderstood. I he's think that probably says something about us. Mothman just needs a hug. Bless him. Just give, give him, him a hug. He's probably like fuzzy, you know, cute like a moth. So just give him a little hug. Well, the the various drawings and such do paint him as a very furry, very furry being. So he probably he probably has got a lot of a lot of fur on him. So oh yes. Um so while travelling together on State Route uh, sixty two, close to the abandoned National Guard armory building and power plant, Steve and Mary Millette, along with Roger and Linda Scarberry would spot a frightening figure that appeared to be six or seven feet tall. Uh, the beast featured blazing red eyes, spaced approximately six inches apart, a 10-foot wingspan, and an evident desire to elude the car's strong headlights, according to Scarberry and Mallet, um, who spoke with the Point Pleasant Register, which is the local newspaper. Um, that space between the eyes is very specific, I've just realised. It's very specific. That's about this big. It is. Men, like... <laughs> that like if it's like that, that's oh god, he well, looks a bit moth, gormless. So they're on like the side of his head, right? Wait, is that is that moth? I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, moth's eyes are like. On I don't this... know. Am I thinking of fish? I don't know. I'm confused. I thought they were on the side. <laughs> fish and Mothman cut from the same cloth. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. How, how far apart are eyes generally? I'd say they're at least like two inches apart, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that's about accurate. I'm trying. It's like, I mean, if they were six inches, six inches apart, they would essentially be on the side of his head. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a pretty big difference between two and six inches. Trust yeah, me, I'm aware. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and also, who knew that the Mothman's Kryptonite was bright car headlights just yeah. full beam and then he's off he's done it's not the best one is it in terms <laughs> of like ways to be defeated just pop on a light isn't no. exactly the greatest but <laughs> yeah Fair. oh my god turn your beams down they're so bright i can't take it anymore and he just flies away <laughs> oh i'm sorry i can't possibly attack you. you've got an led torch <laughs> What about your phone flashlight? Can you just use that instead? Be considerate. God. No. Point Unbelievable. Down. <laughs> um, so Scarberry would maintain that the figure couldn't have been just a mere figment of his imagination because he sounds very well put together. Um, even being aware of how ridiculous this must have seemed to a local newspaper in a very small Appalachian village in the 1960s. I'm sure that the um, newspaper people looked at him like he had more than one head when he was like, yeah, this is real. I saw it. I seen it. I seen it. <laughs> I'm even sure who I'd tell. I know. Like, I wouldn't want to take to straight to social media with it. Can you no. imagine? <clears throat> if I just randomly, you just scroll in my stories one day and then I'm like, oh, by the way, <laughs> I saw this six foot moth. Now, I know you're going to think I'm crazy. But um, subscribe. <laughs> it just wouldn't. I don't even know who you'd go to. Yeah, I, I would probably sit on it for a little bit because I'd be like, I mean, the the, if I tell people, oh, the news. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'll sit on the moth. Just be like, I can't <laughs> let you go because they're going to think I'm crazy. Like, I, I, I got to bring just you in. I'm me. sorry. <laughs> I know all you need is a hug, and I can give that to you. <laughs> You're going to be in the newspaper. Please stop struggling. <laughs> We're going to be besties. Whether you like it or not. Oh, this got terrifying really fast. <laughs> it, did. it did. Poor Mothman. Um, Poor Mothman. So, uh, Scarberry would go on to assure the paper, uh, quote, if I'd seen it while by myself, I wouldn't have said anything, but there were four of us who saw it. So it was just a collective figment of all of their imaginations then. Yeah, but I hope they other three piped up as well. Like, can you imagine? You go into the local town, gather a crowd, and he's like, I've seen a six-foot moth, and his three mates are just like, 
Yeah, no, don't know. The, don't know what he's on about. We didn't see anything. He's he's the Scarberry starts like talking to the paper. Like all four of them are in like the little office, and Scarberry starts talking to the paper. And the three of them, as he's going on, they just slowly back out. Just like, sorry, Scarberry, oh, yeah. you're on your own, buddy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We got uh, going this to the pub. This sorry, is not the story we agreed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scarberry, he's take been, your meds. We a told lot of you. <laughs> the the creatures uh, introduction would um uh, would unsettle the locals, leading to a rather unclear headline in the Point Pleasant Registry the next day. Quote: Couples see man-sized bird creature something. Good, clear journalism. I like it. Excellent headline. Definitely not giving me any sort of panic attack. Yeah, imagine like you're you're, it's the 1960s and you see that headline in the newspaper. (laughs) You would shit your pants. Yeah. My goodness. Something. The something is very ominous. Well, should (laughs) I I be concerned? I don't know. Um. So the tendency in small towns to turn into a vengeful mob would quickly become apparent. Uh, For a few evenings, um, townspeople decided that hunting rifles were a better weapon than pitchforks and torches. Fair. Not wrong. Uh, A a hunting rifle would probably probably do a bit more damage to the Mothman than a torch. Actually, no, he doesn't like bright lights. So maybe a torch... Just a very high beam, torch. powerful torch. Rifle <laughs> That's torch. all you need. I don't know. I've always kind of fancied, you know, when you see like in films, and the only one that immediately springs to mind is Shrek, but I'm sure it's in lots of other films, where they're like, grab your torch and pitchforks, and then they go out hunting for a monster or a beast or whatever. I always <clears> think <throat> that looks quite nice. Like, it looks quite a fun way to spend an evening. Good. Fair enough. Hanging with your mates with your torch and pitchfork. Going on a little hunt. It's, it sounds quite nice, doesn't it? But then it does, to be fair. You know, something dies at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all fun and games until you actually come across what it is you're hunting, and then you're just like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe this might not have been such a good idea. <laughs> until you're covered yeah. in Mothman blood and yes. naked through the village. What? Sorry, this has gone into my <laughs> fantasy territory. I apologise. <laughs> Um, so, uh, following this first encounter, 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 that's better, um, Mothman would be linked to several odd sightings and incidents in Point Pleasant and the surrounding areas, including chasing cars, prowling outside homes, because he's a dirty old fucker, um, and stealing pets, which is just not cool. Why are you stealing pets, Mothman? Bro. What are you doing? What are you doing? Me and Mothman were getting on, but you can't steal pets. <laughs> Maybe Come Mothman on, isn't there. misunderstood. <laughs> we have established many times that you don't, you don't steal. You, you don't. don't. That's the line we don't cross here. <clears throat> so, come on, get your acting. Right. That's just not need. Just no need, Mothman. No need. They can't if even turn pre- on lights. <laughs> If you want to creepily prowl outside someone's house, fair enough, but don't steal their dog. <laughs> yeah, go for it. You want to climb a tree and, you know, be a peeping Tom, that's absolutely fine. I'll put on a show for you, but leave my dog alone. <laughs> um, so, um, Neil Partridge, um, who was a resident of Salem, West Virginia, claimed that he saw strange patterns appearing on his television screen one evening followed by a mysterious sound just outside of his home. Partridge would allege to see two bright red eyes, um, he said, like bicycle reflectors, staring back at him as he directed a torch towards the source of the sounds. Uh, This account, chronicled in John Keel's book The Mothman Prophecies, uh, which was published in 1975, tells of a German shepherd named Bandit who bolted into the woods after two glowing um, after two glowing red circles. Partridge says that he looked for Bandit but found nothing but paw prints going in circles and then mysteriously vanishing. Ooh. Poor Bandit. Bandit. I'm not happy about that. I was just getting bored with my man. <laughs> 
Oh, Mothman, <laughs> you were so promising. What and then you had to go like and Mothman? steal a dog. <laughs> you, you are not in Krampus territory. How dare you? He just takes kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and at least Krampus only takes naughty kids. Like, you can kind of yeah, get the on ones board that with deserve that. It. Exactly. <laughs> You're just taking you... innocent dogs. <laughs> so mean. It's just not. Unbelievable. It's not on. All right. It's not on. Not on. And you do it by flashing him not... your naughty eyes, you know, giving him the old, come on, chase me, chase me. And then you just whisk him <laughs> off to hell. That's just mean. Not fair. <coughs> no. Although um, he's a cat. I wonder if he does it with cats because cats like moths, don't they? They do the whole, you know, this shit. Yeah. Them. So I wonder if he still takes yeah. cats or if that's like another no-go like bright light. Maybe. <laughs> His very specific rules are cats are off, out of bounds, don't like bright lights. <laughs> yeah, no lights, no cat. <laughs> Dogs and people are fair game. <laughs> Dogs and darkness. This is what we like. <laughs> um, so covering these bizarre sightings and encounters was Mary um, Heyer, a writer for the Athens, Ohio Messenger, the local news source for Point Pleasant's northern neighbours. On uh, November 16th, 1966, her debut piece titled Winged Red-Eyed Thing Chases Point Pleasant Couples Across Countryside was published um, without any delay. And for the aforementioned book, The Mothman Prophecies, she would collaborate with renowned New York paranormal journalist, um, as stated earlier, John Keel. However, it wouldn't be long until Mothman was no longer visible in Point Pleasant. Um, the creature had laid low since the deadly collapse of the Silver Bridge in December 1967. A sighting that was reported just before the collapse was dismissed by many as unrelated, while others interpreted Mothman as a menacing um, portent of impending disaster. Um, Mothman appears to have stayed to himself um, in the years since. Well, until recently. Um, in 2019, accounts of a flying moth creature in Chicago would once again fuel the desire for paranormal creatures. Um, however, though he made national news once again, um, an NPR inquiry was entitled, quote, The Case of the Chicago Mothman. Uh, lovers of the wild and the unverified should remember exactly where Mothman's roots lie and where a 12-foot-tall 12, 12 uh, statue of his likeness with one juicy peach, may I add, by Rob Roach stands. And that is in Point Pleasant. Goddamn indeed. But... What is the Mothman? <laughs> but really, um, <laughs> what is the Mothman? Um, could it be possible that he is genuinely a humanoid creature with glowing red eyes and enormous wingspan who rises from the depths of the underworld? Um, or a far less interesting um, and far more normal bird, shall we say? Um, well, we shall get into all the theories and why the legend of the Mothman has persisted for so very, very long after the break. What do you think, Amy? Yes, I need a little bit longer to ponder those options. I also need a little bit longer to think about his butt. <laughs> Didn't specify whose. Not objectifying anyone, just his butt. <laughs> Don't objectify Mothman. He is more than just a juicy no. bum. He's very against that. He does not like lights. He does not like cats. And he does not like to be objectified. So we need to be careful. Um, cool. So we shall see you very, very soon after these messages. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Leo. I love horror movies. So do I. I don't love that I have nobody to talk about them with. It sucks. You see something great, you tell your friends to go see it, and they don't have the time because they have kids and a job. <sighs> they have a life. Boring. I know. Imagine if there was a podcast where you could make your buddy watch a horror movie and under threat of death they had to, and then you got to talk about it, crack jokes, things like that. That sounds wonderful. What if we did it? We could do it. 
under threat of death. Yes, so much death, so much threat. I love it. We could call it Spoils of Horror. Great name. And guess what? What? We've been doing it for three months. What? It's crazy. We're on all major podcasting platforms. You can search Spoils of Horror on all social medias. Come check us out. Hang out with us. Have a good time. Join us. If you dare. Dun, dun, dun. Do you find crime podcasts to be a little too murdery? Then take a break from all things heavy and get petty. Join us, Amanda and Trevin, as we share killer facts, dreadful dilemmas, and tell real-life petty crime stories in the style of an audio drama. There, sprayed all over the aisle floor and eight display wigs, was a fresh pile of poo. Listen to Live Laugh Larceny on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to this week's episode of uh, Horror House, where we talk about our, I would say, good friend. He started out good friend, but now we know he steals dogs. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe not so good. I know. Acquaintance. (laughs) He's been bumped down to acquaintance. He's a bit an animal. What did you think of part one, Amy? How, how, How are you finding mothman so far is he everything you've ever dreamed of bar taking uh, dogs he's not my ideal man although he is over six foot which you know yeah tick. he is over six foot um he's also fuzzy <laughs> which isn't always a bad thing no, um he's got true. a great butt which i appreciate um but he doesn't like bright lights and as you can see by the reflection of my ring light just here um i do so that's going to be an issue so overall <laughs> i'm going to say we're not comp- I would probably swipe right or left, oh. whichever one left. Oh, oh, Mothman. Oh, sorry, Mothman. Oh, back but to me and Grandpa's. To... We've just got a great thing going on. <laughs> that snake-like tongue keeps reading me in. You know, can't help it. <laughs> yeah, Mothman doesn't have a really long tongue, so. Ah, no. uh, oh, poor, poor boy, poor boy. Um, and even my tongue's not long enough for that booty. <laughs> oh, it went too far. I took it too far. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. There's no way your tongue is getting beyond the cheeks. Absolutely no way at all. Um, West Virginia University Associate Professor um, of Wildlife Biology, Dr. Robert L. Smith, um, would laugh at the idea that a flying monster was scouting uh, Point Pleasant. Rather, he would explain that the sightings were all the work of a very normal very um much more unspectacular sandhill crane um which is obviously a bird uh, which has mm-hmm. vivid red skin around its eyes and stands nearly as tall as the typical man that is a big bird what? there's always a fucking killjoy isn't there there's always somewhere that's like oh it's just a bird like, here's what it looks like just let us have this all right, Robert L. What was his name? Robert L. Jackson or Robert L. Smith. I don't know. Robert oh, L. sorry. I think I was going for a Samuel L. vibe. Um, apologies, Robert L. Smith. Just let us have this. Let us just believe in something for once. You, yeah, bastard. Sorry, I've taken a real stance against him, but oh, you know, poor Robert. It's okay. <laughs> it was just Robert he was just is trying catching to strays. calm everyone down. He was, and I'm just like, no, fuck just you. just trying to calm everyone down. <laughs> and but, Amy's like, Amy's like, there is no calm here, only chaos. <laughs> only chaos. We thrive in the chaos. Only chaos. No, just give it a few weeks, you know. Just let people believe in something paranormal and, and weird just for a little yeah. while. And then, and then come in with your crane theories and shit all over everyone's parade. God no, to be it. fair, I'm assuming people Robert were very Smith. scared. So he's probably doing a good job. Sorry, Robert Smith. But also, you're a dick. <laughs> I mean, two things can be right. Everyone probably was terrified. So it was probably a good thing that he was like, guys, yeah. you know what? It's probably the just bird. a bird. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, oh, man, couldn't you even just let that just, you know, go on for a little just bit longer out. and then be like, yeah. it's a bird, guys. <laughs> Chill. Yeah. Maybe when they started getting like the torches and pitchforks, then as you're like, you know, lighting yours, just kind of go, do you know what? Has anyone thought? It might just be a bird. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just putting Half- that out there. Just before we all march out. Halfway. Just saying it might be a bird. 
halfway along to the like the first sighting point he's just like you know what this might be a bird lads okay, turn around <laughs> Put out to the pub <laughs> oh false alarm for god's down, sake everyone. robert <laughs> you ruined a perfectly good mob there you dick <laughs> we're all just here for a good time um, to hang out with our mates oh dear oh robert so according to a different hypothesis uh the mothman was actually the brainchild of one single devoted practical joker who even went as far as to lurk in the abandoned world war ii munitions plant where some of the sightings uh would take place according to this notion the residents of point pleasant started to get scared as the mothman story made headlines around the country um even after the prankster had given up, the locals were certain they were seeing the Mothman in the form of birds and other large animals. That's a hell of a practical joke. <laughs> like that is he wasn't like as well, right? He wasn't like I'm going to start small and then work my way up. My way up. He was like, nope, <laughs> Mothman, I'm going big. Yeah, like do you think he dressed up as Moth? <laughs> maybe <laughs> he was a devoted you know. practical joker so it is possible yeah. I think that's <clears> interesting <throat> like you can just see this idea forming in my brain now of like maybe we could just <laughs> create a cryptid <laughs> I live in a small village and it's dark a lot of the time you know maybe no, we could just is true. sneak around true. dress up as something I don't know what I dress I up don't... as there's nothing no there's nothing in my wardrobe other than leather and fishnets. Spooky <laughs> slot haunts village isn't your headline, is it? But I think of something. You could be the slutty moth woman. Slutty moth man. Yeah, yeah. everyone go Google that. See what that brings up. I'm actually quite tempted now to, when we finish this. Google slutty moth man and see if... Oh, oh, man. I'm very intrigued at this point. I think we've just come up with a new rule of the internet you know there's one that's like <laughs> if it exists there's porn of it i yeah. also think if a costume exists of it which we know a mothman costume does exist then a slightly version of that costume yeah. also exists yeah so i'm going to assume that there is a slightly moth there somewhere and in my head it's just like a full-on moth but then <coughs> just legs with like thigh highs and fishnets you know a bit like patrick star yeah. in spongebob just a bit like that but a moth on top that's the slightly version of Mothman in my head. That's probably where it should have stayed, to be fair. <laughs> a slutty, Pat slutty Patrick. Slutty Patrick's I remember, my favourite Patrick. I remember seeing that the first time I saw that. I know, I, I, oh my God, I was in tears. I had to like pause the episode because I was just like, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I remember seeing that for the first time and being like, oh my God, this is hilarious. And then have a secondary thought, which was, am I? Am I haunted? No, Turned on. no, no, no. <laughs> Cartoon starfish. No. Um. <laughs> That's where you draw the line. <laughs> Cartoon starfish. I'm good. I didn't have to pause it like you did, you <laughs> Yeah, I paused it because I got a bit too excited about That's what really happened. <laughs> I had to go and take a breather. I had to, I had to calm myself down. I had to get a fan and, and, and fan myself <laughs> Um, you wanted to lift that rock and see what was underneath. <laughs> um, so... Oh, this has taken a turn, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, dear. 2024. As much as things change, things stay the same at Horror House. Um, notably, <laughs> uh, notably, the Mothman legend resembles a number of uh, demon archetypes associated with sleep paralysis sufferers. Um, this may indicate that the visions are simply just the projection of common human fears lifted from the depths of the unconscious and then superimposed on actual animal sightings when people start to panic. It does kind of sound like something you might see during a bout of sleep paralysis, I will admit. Yeah, I've never suffered with, well, touch wood, never suffered with sleep paralysis, but I guess it is sort of, you know, nightmare fuel, so it makes sense that yeah that would happen i don't know i don't think i've ever been that tired that i've hallucinated mothmen but <laughs> if you are someone that does then you know apologies can you, can you imagine like your sleep paralysis demon is mothman 
<laughs> I mean, it's a claim to fame, isn't it? Like, it is. I'd be bragging if it anything. Is. I would. I would. Yeah. My sleep paralysis demon is better than yours. <laughs> yeah. It's Mothman. You just got a regular old demon. I've got Mothman. <laughs> Me and him chill when I'm paralyzed through fear. It's great. <laughs> Um, so there are also, um, the more creative, shall we say, uh, otherworldly explanations, which are a jumble of intricate hypotheses that include pre-recognition, aliens, and UFOs. Um, according to these ideas, the Mothman is either the source of impending doom, or, more terrifyingly, it's Herald, um, and that stems from a tragedy that hit Point Pleasant shortly after the first Mothman encounter. Um, the events go that on December the 15th, 1967, a little more than a year after the initial Mothman sighting, the Silver Bridge in um, Point Pleasant was clogged with um, vehicles. This put considerable strain on the bridge, which was built during a time when cars were far, far lighter than they were in 1967. Um, when designing the bridge, engineers hadn't been particularly creative nor cautious. Um, because there wasn't much redundancy in the bridge's design, there wasn't much in place to stop other elements failing if just one failed. And unfortunately, on that cold December day, that's exactly what would happen. Um, suddenly, one eye bar on the Ohio side of the bridge cracked close to the top. Um, when the chain broke, the bridge's delicate equilibrium would be upset, causing the bridge to collapse, sending drivers and pedestrians into the freezing waters of the Ohio River below. Uh, 46 people would die as a result of being crushed by the wreckage Ooh. Um, or drowning. Um, the bridge collapse was the second horrible and unusual event to place Point Pleasant on the map in less than a year, obviously after the Mothman sightings. Thus, it wouldn't take long for some people to make the connection between the Mothman and the um, Silver Bridge collapse. Yeah, I guess I guess if you're from quite a quiet town and those things happen in quite quick succession where nothing ever happens prior... Yeah. you would draw some connections between the two. Um, but as I do with many of these things, I'm focusing on completely the wrong thing. And what I'm focusing on is how cool it would be if you were known as the Herald. I mean, I'd, I I'd can't... like to aspire to that. Like one day I want <laughs> to be how people refer to me. Just Amy, I... the Herald of Doom. <laughs> I can't predict it. I can't. But I bring it about. To be yeah. fair, people already call me that. To be fair, it would make sense. That is true. Um, but it it would be a pretty cool um, moniker to be known by. I will admit. Um, yeah. Obviously, an awful event to happen. Um, yeah, of course. But but like you say, it's a small town. It's the nineteen sixties. You know, people are going to naturally just connect the two. Um, regardless of yeah. you know um, anything else, so yeah, there's no TikTok. Um, so what else are you gonna do? No, exactly. No Instagram reels are around in 1967. Um, so, uh, Point Pleasant's reputation as a birthplace of the Mothman myth um, has endured over the years. A film adaptation of Kiel's novel, um, The Mothman Prophecies, um, in 2002 would spark a renewed fascination with the creature. In addition to providing Mothman history, the Mothman Museum, there is a museum, um, hosts an annual event that draws more and more people each year. Mothman appears on t-shirts, cookies from the neighbourhood cafe and Etsy stores. He's become mainstream. You yeah. get that bag, Mothman. You it draws people bag. in just like a moth to a flame. <laughs> it, it does. Oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah right I know they should put that on posters you're welcome um, that would be cool though to go to I'd quite like oh, to go God, to the yeah. museum oh, absolutely yeah absolutely it's, it's cool he gets his own little you know festival thing like just like the Krampus they deserve that yeah yeah that is true that is true um, folklore professor Kim Stryker of George Mason University believes that people become more in 
Oh, God. That was a very ill-advised burp. <laughs> Couldn't to have be been fair, more. we're getting consistently more drunk towards the end of this episode, so <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to mind. I'm going to start that again. That was like, I couldn't have waited to burp when I finished that sentence. Obviously, that had to come out halfway through. It's all right. Um, <laughs> uh, folklore professor Kim Stryker of George Mason University believes that people become interested in the paranormal when they need a diversion. Um, she claims that the previous 20 years have brought with them never seen before difficulties in daily life and that tales such as the one about the Mothman are particularly welcome at times of significant political and social upheaval. Um, dark tourism has also made Point Pleasant um, a popular location. According to many residents, the legend uh, surrounding the Mothman extends beyond reports of uh, purported sightings, incorporating references to extraterrestrial life forms, the men in black, and various conspiracy theories. In addition to having the opportunity to unravel the riddle surrounding the, I did that very well, that could have been a lot worse, um, surrounding the unusual creature, um, visitors can purchase unique Mothman crafts, mementos and pastries from the downtown Point Pleasant stores, museums and cafes. I wouldn't mind seeing like a, a big old Mothman pastry. I reckon that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I do wonder what flavour they are. That's a very good point. What flavour would a Mothman pastry be? Here on Horror House, we have to ask. <laughs> These are the important questions. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a shit if he's real? What flavour are his pastries? <laughs> um, I'm reckon. I'm thinking he's probably covered in dark fur, so maybe like a black currant or like a black forest or something. I don't know. Tasty. So whether these sightings are real or not, spoiler alert, they're they're not um the mothman can still be seen in point pleasant today in the form of a 12 foot tall chrome polished statue complete with massive steel wings ruby red eyes and a goddamn dump truck he's a thick boy he's a thick i know we've talked about it a lot this episode but i literally Honestly. cannot drive the point home <laughs> enough he's, he's thick, thick. <laughs> yeah i feel like every picture that's going to come up during the youtube episode is just going to be mothman's off so it's funny you say that amy because in my notes i made a point um that if you're listening to the audio version of this episode you should pause it and google mothman statue back yeah. and then thank us later but if you're yeah. watching the youtube version of this episode there will be a picture of mothman's booty coming on screen right about now there you go it's a big boy <laughs> it's just just majestic so juicy <laughs> oh dear dearie me if he was on instagram <coughs> these days then bloody hell he would be subscribing up he would oh be god oh absolutely no one would give a shit he would have he was a giant moth. <laughs> He would have an OnlyFans, he would have a Fansly, he would have an Instagram sub subscription page, like, he would have it, all. have it all. And I'd be signed up to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, me too, I'm not even going to front on that. Um, <laughs> outsiders speculate about the existence of the Mothman, um, but residents of Point Pleasant um, pour themselves wholeheartedly into the infamous cryptid, considering it a important part of the town's history. West Virginia's mountains and caverns um, are home to fascinating figures from paranormal American folklore and narrative. So after all, what better way to drive home the idea that children should never enter an abandoned power plant than a gigantic flying moth monster when they are sitting cross-legged on the ground? And as those same children go from moody teenagers to old storytellers themselves, Legends such as the Mothman serve as a source of memory and identity. And at the end of it all, the legend of the Mothman brings together those in the local community and from afar, and it's given a small town a sense of place, purpose and identity. So, does it really matter if the Mothman is real? You know, a genuine six to seven foot tall creature with enormous wings and red eyes and a big bum? 
or something conjured up in the mind of a prankster, the result of sleep paralysis, or a rather unremarkable bird. The residents of Point Pleasant would probably say, no, no it doesn't. And that is our episode on The Mothman. Amy, thoughts, feelings? I feel like whenever you ask me that question, I do an ADHD brain thing where I start talking about something (laughs) completely unrelated. But believe me, it is connected. I just have to explain the link. So, have you seen Miracle on 34th Street? Uh, Yes, I believe. A while ago. So, I don't remember a lot of it, but I have seen it. It's okay. I'm going to talk you through it anyway. So, there's a bit at the end of that where people don't believe in Santa Claus. Um, and they do this big campaign where everyone puts up um, posters and stuff in their windows saying, I believe, I believe, I believe. Um, I feel like we should do one of those for Moth. Because I, I believe yeah. in Moth. I believe that he's real. And that's, <laughs> you know, that's my prerogative. If I want to believe in a giant moth, then you just let me. <laughs> I'm only believe in Jesus. So basically. <laughs> Oh, God, cut that out. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Christ, get it. Um, don't cut it out. Fuck it. Oh, God, I'll stand and by Christ. <laughs> oh, God, Christ. Uh, it's still um, gone on. <laughs> but yes, I believe in... I believe that he is real. And probably not a bird. The bird yeah. one I find the least believable. Is that weird? No. That's like the one that I think... Nah. No, I wouldn't say that's... I wouldn't say that's weird, saying that's the, less, the least believable. Yeah, I think if I had to pick a theory, makes the most sense and the one that I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to put my money back. It would probably be the sleep paralysis one because lack yeah. of sleep does weird things to people. Yeah. And I, th- I think you probably would conjure that up in your imagination based on something you see. And it's the same reason people, you know, they go to seances or they go to ghost hunts and they see something out of the corner of their eye and they'll go, oh my God, did you see that? And everyone else in the room goes, oh, yeah, I saw it. And they didn't just, you know, they want to believe that they saw it. So they say that they did. And yeah. I think that sort of thing is similar in that you might see an animal, you might see, you know, something move in the darkness, which it will do. And because yeah. you're so tired and so sort of in heightened state anyway, you believe that you see something, yeah. particularly if you've already heard about Mothman, why would your brain not immediately go, oh my God, it was Moth? So I think yeah. that's the one that I'd, if I had to put money on it, it's probably the one I'd pick. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, it's, I would say sleep paralysis is probably the most realistic um, explanation out of all of those. Um, but I think regardless of, whether you believe it's real, whether you believe it's sleep paralysis, whether you believe it's a bird, whatever it may be, um, it's given a town a sense of purpose um, and it's brought together people from, you know, Point Pleasant, from people, you know, outside of that town. Um, I I can imagine that a lot of people go to the Mothman um, Museum and and, and festival and stuff. so yeah in that sense it's i don't think it necessarily matters which way you go um because it's a good story and you know that we love a good story we do love a good tale um and it's brought together you know a lot of people so point pleasant i think aren't going to concern themselves with it too much i think they're going to be like you know what we don't care it brings us money it brings us people we're good. We are good with Mothman. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> also, for those watching on YouTube, I've had to change to my web camera. So if you've noticed an atrocious shift in video quality just now and you're like, what the hell is going on? That would be why. Um, so, ooh. Um, Amy, <laughs> would you like to see us out for this week's episode? Absolutely. If you've noticed a change in my camera quality, that's not the camera just anyway um thank you so much for joining us for this episode i love mothman i'm just gonna put it out there i believe i'm a believer in mothman um and i wish he was from where i'm from 
because then I could have mukman pastries too. If you would <laughs> like to support us, you can. It's a brand new year, a whole different year to the one that we were in last week. So why don't you celebrate that yes. by doing something nice for us? And by that, I mean supporting us. Maybe financially, if you're feeling a bit flush, I say that knowing full well that no one is. Um, but you could buy us a coffee. <laughs> There's a buy us a coffee link. Um, you could also pick yourself up some Why not? Head over to the shop. Get yourself something with Horror House on it. Um, it's good stuff. I've basically mm. lived in the hoodie ever since. Dom's wearing his. Look at that. Right there. Perfect. Or if you are skint, which believe us, we are fully, you know, yeah. on board with because we are too. <laughs> then you can support us in other ways by following us on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, not that we do anything on Twitter. We should probably look into that for this year. And you can like, leave a comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel, post questions in the Q&A, send a carrier pigeon to your nan, letting her know that we're great. Whatever you want to do, just do it. You know, it's your life. Just do what you want to do. Um, We will be back next week with not a cryptid, but something still slightly different. Hopefully you'll enjoy. Um, but for the time being... Look after yourself. Have a very, very happy start to 2024. And as always, stay spooky. Yes. Stay spooky, you lovely, lovely people. <laughs> Can't stop thinking about Mothman's bar, and it's really upsetting. But also, nice. <laughs> I don't know. Very conflicted. I mean, we've now got other people on the on the Mothman booty fan club train. Hopefully, hopefully, oh, yeah. it's not just going to be us two. <laughs> Maybe we should start we need the more people. Mothman. <laughs> Let's start the Mothman Appreciation Society. Ooh! Boom! Stick it on. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> We just our next line of merch is just t-shirt and jumpers with Mothman's ass on it. Perfect. <laughs> no one's going to object. They sell like hotcakes. Hotcakes. Hotcakes just like that ass. <laughs>